Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for being here to the 232nd episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And here's what I wonder today. What treasure does the Lord have for us in his word? How will I be different now versus at the end of this wondering and this meditation? We are finishing John chapter 9. Remember the great story over the last couple of episodes where the Lord heals a blind man of his physical blindness. And the story is all about blindness because there's Pharisees and there's neighbors and and there's parents and none of them apparently come to faith even despite a never event, something that has never happened in history. The only guys who, the only guy who, whose eyes are opened spiritually is the guy whose eyes are opened physically. So then Jesus teaches at the end of this, just three short, hard, impactful verses at the end of this story about spiritual blindness. And it helps just having the story because you can use his teaching and kind of imprint the story upon the the, the teaching. So let's listen and see what treasure the Lord has for us here in these last verses. Verse 38 of John chapter 9 is where the blind man says, Lord, I believe, which is the big point of the story, and then he worships him. And then verse 39, our first verse for today. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to him, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. So let's talk about this, about judgment, For first of all. Uh, remember when we, when we talked about uh, Nicodemus? And the Lord gives Nicodemus this just absolutely precious, best gospel presentation in history. But the bad news in the gospel presentation is, well, why did Jesus need to come? So John 3.18, for whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever That's the good news. But whoever does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So the reason Jesus came in a sense, was for judgment, past tense. In other words, we're already judged. He doesn't have to come to the planet and and weigh the hearts of men. He knows we're all in trouble. And so the, the coming of Jesus is a rescue mission. So verse 39, Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, not to judge, but because judgment has already been done. That those, and then he this little prophecy here, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. So in the story, uh, we have kind of two groups of people. The good guy is the blind guy who who listens and, and puts his trust in Jesus' prophecy before he can see and obeys Jesus sort of preliminarily and goes and washes and then gets healed. Then he hears the argument with the Pharisees. And eventually he comes to true, true belief. And all the, all the while, other people who are aware of and see this miracle 
so the Pharisees most notably, but I think also the neighbors and uh, most nastily the, the parents, they are witness to this as well, and they don't change. So they become almost more blind at the end of the story because they have this increased revelation, um, which is really uh, sobering. So Jesus says at the end, if you were blind, you'd have no guilt. Uh, but the, the problem here is you say that we, we see, and despite this revelation that he gives, uh, they say that they can see, they still can't see, and the guilt remains. And probably, in my, my opinion, the guilt actually becomes bigger. But the fact that the guilt remains tells us that the guilt was there to begin with, back to the, the John uh, 3.18 passage. You can't help thinking also about uh, Romans, that uh, Romans 119, for what can be known about God is plain uh, because God has shown it to them. His invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they, we, are without excuse. And then after listing murder and strife and all kinds of sins, he says in 132, though they know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice. In other words, God's written a moral law uh, in our hearts, which it says in 2.14, for when the Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law unto themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show, here it is, that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness. So Romans talks about none of us are without guilt. We have, we have creation, we have conscience, and, and we should open our eyes. Okay, verse 40 is, is the very poignant ending question. The Pharisees ask him, are are we, are we blind? What a great question if it's asked sincerely. Do they really want an answer? And what if the answer is yes, you are blind? Would you change, you know? Uh, if you were wrong, would you want to know? So the Pharisees here are worse than the blind because they are blind and they say that they see. Um, so they started guilty and at the end they're still guilty. Uh, this reminds me of uh, what we talked about Um when we were looking in John chapter 8, that you will die in your sins uh, without belief. That's what we end up with. We started with this problem of what will we do about our sins? That is, we die in our sins. This is John 8, 21, 24, and a second time in 24. Um, that we die in our condition of sin, but we also die with the consequences of our sin. Like, how are you going to, what are you going to do for the penalty? It's only belief that gets you out of the penalty, the We've cavalierly called it the get-out-of-jail-free card. Okay, so here's what I see about this passage. Um, I, I just see a humility of spiritual sightedness. Lord, open my heart to faith for the first time and also to spiritual eyes. And we certainly worship a God who's powerful and creator, and we should we should be seeing it 
And we should end up like this blind guy who who gets physical sight, but he also gets spiritual sight. And with that, he gets worship, he gets wonder, and he gets a freedom from the penalty. So worship and wonder with me as we join the blind guy and not the guys who think they're not blind. Have a great day.